AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. 
Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock! It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock! A camel turn Hello and welcome to the Fighting Cop Podcast. Don't usually record on a Thursday, especially because when the football is over, but big news broke last night, didn't it? Didn't it, Mark? Did, mate. Fucking huge. Gargantuan. Big John Bass size. It came out of nowhere, though. It came out of nowhere. £150 million just in our coffee. So so let's let's get to that straight away. Mm. Mark, in, 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 best, to the best of your ability, explain what that news meant. Because as, as, from a Spurs, normal Spurs fan mm. <coughs> who doesn't really understand these things, I'm just thinking 150 million on transfers. That's what it is. What, what, uh, as much as you understand it, what is it? What, it, what was that news about? Yeah, it, it's actually re- it, it's quite close to that. Again, to the best of my ability, I'm not I'm not an accountant or lawyer or whatever. But to the best of my ability, it is it is pretty much that. So the club, um, the club and Enig are obviously two separate entities. The club has released more shares uh, in the club. Enig have bought all of those shares. Um, which has given the club an amount of money for those shares. Um, and that's for the club to do whatever the club decides to do with. Sorry, um, sorry. When, so, so, but, but isn't there like, is that, I mean, obviously it's all above board, but when you mm. say the club, that's Daniel Levy in effect anyway, isn't it? Sure, sure. So, so, it, so it is It is speculation in, in, to a certain degree, but this happens all the time uh, for various different reasons for, uh, in big businesses. Um, now, it's 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 not uncommon to do. Uh, it's not uncommon to do, but but there's always triggers for it, and and it is just corporate finance. So, um, the company I work for has done a similar thing recently, but the other way around. So, we are uh, we're a reasonably cash rich company. So so the other way around, um, but we don't own uh, all that many shares in our own company. So we've bought a, a bunch of our shares back because uh, it's a decent time because cash is cash is very valuable right now the interest yeah. rate is very low um so and, and investors always want you to spend your cash because investors always want you to speculate right, right. So, so so yeah so essentially what what levy or enic um have done is and I, I believe actually they haven't taken their their own cash i think they have borrowed but it doesn't really matter to the club where enic got that money from uh it doesn't matter massively they've borrowed it at a low interest rate which is fine and they pumped it into the club to buy themselves more shares. So this um, isn't Joe Louis, Joey Lewis, Joe, Joe Lewis, sorry, Joey, Joey, Joey Louis, Joey, Joey Lewis. Oh, it's not him going, yeah, it's 150 grand, uh, 150 million. Um, I mean, it, it, in, in very broad terms, it, it sort of is, but, but it, you know, he's gotten something back. He's gotten a big, a bigger share, but of a club that he already owns 85% of. So it doesn't so, really massively matter in that sense. I might ask you a stupid question here. So who have they bought these shares off? Uh, well, the club has released more shares. So essentially what we've done, and again, this is where it gets a bit granular and, and, and I'm probably going to mutate It doesn't matter because most but... people listening to this won't know. But I, I, it's just, <laughs> I'm just curious as how much club, you do know. The club has a, the club has a value. Um, when, we, when we release more shares, each share, uh, the value of each share does, does kind of go down a little bit in, 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 in basic terms yeah so essentially there's more, there's more shares exactly you split the club up into into more smaller pieces um the the shares that they've released are called a shares which is essentially just a it's a classification of types of shares so the a shares are better for lack of a better word um, better than b give, shares 
better than B shares. Absolutely, they give you more voting rights. The, the classification of shares is all about power, like who has who has more power than the other. So with an A share, you get a vote, or you get or you might get more votes. So one A share, it, it's down to each company how they sort of define that. But an A share might give you ten votes, might give you one vote. B share might give you one vote, might give you zero votes. Um, so essentially, they've gotten they've bought more shares, but also somewhat crucially, they are controlling shares. So it's not like they've just you know released more shares or more capital. Um, We're not selling them to an outside entity exactly. that might want to. Take exactly. control. I mean, Arsenal have done a lot of that in the last 10, 15 yeah. years where yeah. new players have come in and I'm sorry, new new owners have come in with different oh. ideas. Usumov, I know he's gone on to Everton, but there was uh, Gazidis, Gazidis. That, yeah, 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 beforehand. And it just, um, but before, uh, I don't know who, who was the shareholder, it was Hillwood, I think, something like that. And But it just felt like there's, there's no clear direction at Arsenal, not that they haven't succeeded in the last 15 years. 10, 15, 20 years, they have. But there isn't, um, yeah, the, 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 there's been a sort of power shift and a paradigm that needed to be amended and probably hasn't to this day. But in this instance, there isn't an outside body coming in who wants, who has perhaps a different direction. This is essentially giving Enoch, Daniel Levy, and Joe Lewis more power yeah. in return for £150 million. Pounds. Yeah. Yeah. But also, the key thing is that Daniel Levy is in control of the. So essentially, the the business of of, of Tottenham Hotspur. So he's rediverting money that they they're spending money to bring it back to the football club for us to mm. hopefully and probably spend on on the on the pitch on the players on the squad. Absolutely, and it's there's a, a few other crucial kind of points to make. Is number one is it's, it's not a loan to the club. This is a cash injection. Um, I saw a few people yesterday go, oh, you know, they're going to want the money back at some point, which which that's not the case that's not how this works so no, they've, they've bought something they don't exactly. they can't get their money exactly. back yeah so the the owners of the club have bought a, a bigger share in the club if that makes sense um so it's not a it's not a it's not a loan it's not a sponsorship um you sometimes get these cash injections via you know like sponsors uh, that come and give you a bag of money to put their put their branding on something um but that's not what's happened uh, either so so yes it, it, it is really even though it sounds like we're, we're dumbing it down and whatever but it it can with without being too facetious be described as as a literal cash injection into the club so 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 have you had any conversations about the fact whether or not this is ffp compliant I know that Spurs are in a situation where we have almost like a a, um, a buffer of four hundred million pounds because mm. of the way we've managed our finances previously, so we can be compliant with financial fair play in Europe and in the Premier League because of the way we run. Yeah, yeah it's three years, three years uh, with spending and a, a speculation of one hundred and fifteen million pounds a year in terms of Premier League rules, and if you're compliant with Champions League or European rules, you're typically going to be compliant with Premier League rules. So we we have a huge buffer fundamentally. Yeah, exactly. So so we, this won't be a it won't be a problem for us at all. If anything, we've we've got a bit more leeway, um, certainly than the 150. And like you said, it's been it's been rumored to be around 400, um, which is which is kind of our window. And and COVID is a big part of that as well. We obviously took a massive hit because of COVID, and we had a big debt to repay on. So. Um, so that helps us out a little bit and gives us a buffer and uh, or positive buffer in this in this case. Um, so yeah, 
this is a great time to introduce Alex from Bristol. How you doing, well, hey, lads. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> What's going on? So we've Hello. just got through, we've just got through all the technical aspects of okay. what this what this meant. Now we can get to the fun aspects and just talk about all the fucking lovely money that Tottenham have. Yeah, give me. Give me all of it. <laughs> How should we spend it, Alex, right now? Uh Spence, Raheem Sterling, Gabriel Jesus, uh what's the Italian dude? But okay. um N- never Bastoni. Bastoni. Right, sorry, uh and Shane Long. Shane Long, brilliant. I love that. We've got so much money you just buy someone who will not help us at all. Just but relax. Alex kind kinda of likes him. You've always liked Shane Long, haven't you? Um yeah, yeah so so we um so we we have established and, and I, that was really interesting, Mark, but it's time to have a little bit of fun. <laughs> because because um we've established that fundamentally hundred and fifty million pounds is in our bank account to spend or do with what we what we like. We've also got eighty million potentially, eighty nine million potentially from Champions League football if we get into if we start going deep into the knockout stages of, of the Champions League, which we can do if we spend. Also player sales. So you could potentially, and I'm not saying, I mean, this is a huge sort of reach here, but you're looking at 250, 300 million pounds that not that we will spend it right now, but that's, that's kind of the the money we're playing with. Naming and rights. Sh- Mate, what's Naming that rights. worth? That, what's worth rights, tons. Well. I mean, that, that could be, yeah, hundreds. Well, we've got hundreds, but certainly talk- around that sort of you're number. Talking, you're talking like, Mark, what are we talking about? Just so I don't just say anything that doesn't mean anything. Uh, well, I, I think we should stick to what we definitely have. I mean, we could we could sell the naming rights, but they'll be they'll be in in that'll come through over the years. Um, yeah, but, but imagine imagine if we do get some naming rights, how I much think, will we have then? We're we talking about half a billion. We're spending <laughs> half a billion on players this summer. I feel like that's what's going to happen. At least five hundred million pounds. Yeah, get all yeah. of the money, shove it up my ass. I love it. I love you know, having money. You know what? Um, you know, in terms of it's all where you sit here and you add it up. You think, yeah, who can we go and get with that money? But but what will help us more so? is the fact that being able to spend on wages you know if they're able to to then start to relax some of this wage uh, restrictions that we've had for so long you know if you think back to things like Sadio Mane so when Sadio Mane went to Liverpool at that time there wasn't a massive difference between the clubs at that point but the wages that they were able to offer was you know significantly different mm. um you know it's though so it's not just transfer fees this is this is stuff where some of that money might actually be ploughed into be able to, you know, in, you know, uplifting the the value of the squad's wages in terms to be able to offer players coming in a much better wage than we've had been able to previously without upsetting the apple cart. And I, I think if if I can if I can quickly butt in there, Flav, sorry, on, I, yeah, I, I think I think that I think that's absolutely been been factored in. I, I, it doesn't make sense for a business to come out and 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 put this kind of statement out and say that we've got all this money and um, which by the way they, they didn't actually need to, to do because we're not we're not listed on the uh the is that true so i, I yeah, presume yeah. that that was a no you'd think so but we're not we're not uh, publicly listed in that sense yeah. so it's quite hard to what, buy shares so what's the motive for that then do you think uh pr good pr yeah. honestly it's as now, simple as that it's us bringing it pulling our fucking dick out at the dinner yeah, table absolutely that's what it is Go, going up going up uh up north and, and just wanging it out in front of arsenal's home that's all it is. That's we've, it. We've, we've been putting our bollocks all over the Emirates Stadium. That's essentially, that's essentially what we're doing. 
um, yeah, that's it. That there is, there isn't. You don't need to 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 do this with the type of company that we are. All you need to do is just log it with company's house and uh, do a few other you know boring admin bits, and that, that's really it. Um, we didn't need but to come out with this massive statement, and we have the, that statement as well. If you read into it, there's so much detail in there that they're, they're go really, on really Mark. go on. Like he's me. he's proud. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's boring, and you no, but you, I want to hear your but, but interpretation. People, people are. They're proud of this. Levy's proud, and, and Lewis and, and, and his non executive chairman, who I can't remember what his name is right now, they're proud to put this out. Otherwise, they wouldn't. They're proud to go into the detail, proud of showing how much how much weight and thought they've put into this. And so, a question like what you've just posed, oh, sorry, Alex just posed there about the, the player wages 100% that's, that's been factored into this. But the, 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 the 150 is for upfront costs and then you know staggered over the next contract lengths of whatever these players are coming in for but we wouldn't have done this without the fund fundamentally the economic base that we could sustain this through player wages because we all know that levy doesn't he, he doesn't believe in any you know unsustainable business models um and and what he's been working so hard on which you also put in the statement is is building these diversified income streams through through other means you know commercial rights uh, like you know alex said naming rights there that's another income stream um we're building flats we're building cinemas and stuff which people take the piss out of us for but that's all part of building up this 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 base which from which we can we can leap in and we can actually go out and and, and fucking work footballing wise like a big club and it will it will secure uh, us in a way that we don't end up like the the leaders and the Aston Villas and the Evertons and who who just try and do this stuff but they don't have the base with from which to operate on, um, and, and and it's so fucking exciting. It's really boring, but it's really fucking exciting because we no, can no. do it properly. We can do it properly. Go down and and also because it's whilst it is a fantastic PR thing and that's part of it, you know, putting it out. The fact that they go into this much detail is also a bit of uh, a bit of chest puffing out in terms of Enoch as well because. By doing it this way, through these convertible shares, I think it's estimated. So I read this afternoon that it's estimated that if they were to sell the club, you know, say in two, three, four years, the value that they then get back because of this release of these extra shares could be almost double that 150 million quid. So it's also like, look, this is great PR for Enoch. Let's excite some some fans, but also, you know, look at look at how savvy we are. Yeah, um, that's fine. I think if, yeah, they yeah. Earn, if they earn double the money in three years' time, but we get all the players right now that could lead to a season or two of fucking glory, then you've earned your money. Double your Absolutely. money. Take all of it. I, I, just one, I don't know if Mark or, or Alex, you can answer this, but does the value of the shares that they've released or bought, whatever it, how you, how you explain it, does that value the club? Uh. To an extent, yeah. And the only reason the only reason I know that is because I've got uh, there's something that, that I'm involved with, um, porn, uh, like work wise that has been uh, a while ago. Porno- was, pornography. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, oh, I nearly I nearly said something that was. This is patron only, isn't it? No, oh, <laughs> absolutely okay. not. Okay, good. <laughs> Nothing. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I fucked that up. <laughs> you, you you're involved in something. You're involved in something. And, um, yeah, just, and, and just because, um, yeah, those, those values, those shares can be uh, kind of. If you're not a prior, if you're not a listed company, it's a bit wild west. So sometimes, sometimes it can be used to value it. Other times, people look at it and go, "Well, no, that's not how you value it." So it's a bit. You you never know. 
to be honest. Um, Fair enough. No worries. Yeah. The, the, the business of valuing football clubs is, is really weird because a lot of the how you value a company a lot of the time is, is based on its assets right so you, you either have tangible assets which is physical things building stock whatever and you have intangible assets which is like brands things you can't touch and feel copyrights franchises whatever football clubs most you look at you look at man united uh you know apparently the biggest football club in the world a lot of their a lot of their assets is uh, still intangible because a lot of it's built on their brand value you know you look about oh they've got a huge following in in, in asia and, and in america and all this kind of stuff built on previous success we're, we're much more of a tangible assets club because we're daniel levy is running it so cleverly putting it into property and all that sort of stuff so um so yeah sorry boring. how how that's what well, about it's not boring it's not boring at all it's it's just um I don't understand. Good shit. It's fucking, it's fucking <laughs> brilliant. It means that we're not going to fucking go bust in two years or three yeah. years when we when we've when we've spent all this money, we're not going bust, which is fucking brilliant. And there's a huge amount of justification uh, around it as well, because for them to be able to do this, there would have had to have been uh, a very high confidence of the profitability of all of the other bits and pieces that Daniel Levy has been doing, as Mark, like Mark said, um, which means that. You know everything. Everything that has been said about Levy, you know, a lot of it is a lot of it is is fair. You know, people saying about investing in the team and and this is when it is it. And you know, I don't apologize for apologizing for for Levy during these times. You know, when it's been frustrating about you know going for player B instead of player A and all the rest of it. But you know, I I do genuinely feel that the the end goal by the time Enoch leave this football club. Um, I think that's when people will really be able to see the value of what of what truly has been done, because we're, want... either way we're going to be left on a footing where we there's no reason why we couldn't compete. We might not because we might spend the money in the wrong places and end up buying shit players or whatever. But that's all intangible stuff. That's stuff you can't measure. But the stuff that you can measure is going to be there forever. Now, basically. There's, so obviously, with the the, the anti Levy or Enoch out lot. Um, while they have many merits to what they're saying, we'll surely be looking at this as a time where Spurs are, you know, we're doing the right things. Daniel Levy's well, this doing is the right exactly things. what they've asked. This is exactly what they've been at, they've been demanding that the club does. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I thought they'd be happy about this, but I looked on Twitter earlier. And, um, <laughs> they're like, yeah, but this should have happened five years ago. Right. It should have happened ten years ago under Redknapp. That's the kind of that, that's come that some of the messages I've been I've been. But um, it's a, but it's a nonsense. Like it could have happened. It it could have it, we could have done more. Maybe there's an argument for that. No one will really know because no one knows the, the, the finances as, as intrinsically as they would be able to to be able to say that. I probably I think it's probably fair to say that more could have been done at certain times uh, if we were if we were speculating to accumulate. But what this shows, and what I think this summer will show is that, look, the reason why we did this was was to be able to get to a point where we could do this. And some people will accept that and some people won't. But that is that is what it is, in a nutshell. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and, and I appreciate it. I mean, I understand the frustrations with Enoch. All I would say is, um, and I don't want to be that dickhead, but I've always backed to Daniel Levy and always thought he was doing a good job. And uh, sometimes the chickens... Do come home to roost, and I'm going to eat all their eggs up. You love eggs. I love eggs. It's... Fucking love eggs. Why wouldn't you? Fried, scrambled, poached, all, all good, all good. Um, the other thing about this, Mark, is that 
Arsenal fans are scrambling. And I know, I know they're scrambling. And, 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 I've, and I've been obsessed with Arsenal over the last 10 days in that this was one of the few times in my life where I could really, really, really fucking go for them. And, and bearing in mind, I've been going and watching Spurs since I was well, living in, in, in North London, in, in, in Flinsbury Park, and going to school in Highbury Grove and dealing with all the fucking shit that I've had to deal with over the years. And, um, and then in the last 10 days, so certainly since we beat them, it has been glorious. I've been able to shit on them for a great height for one of the first times in my life. And I've been taking advantage of it. And then, and when I feel like I realised I might have been going over the line a little bit is when an Arsenal fan added me on Twitter and went, this is getting a bit weird, mate. <laughs> you're, it's, it's, this is getting a bit weird. Like, I get it. I appreciate it. But you're being a bit weird here. And, I, and maybe maybe that's what it is. But, but what I've loved most about this is the fact that Arsenal fans are just swarming towards Twitter or any tweet we do from the fighting cock or, or my personal account is they're like they're 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 trying to justify that this isn't a seismic isn't a seismic shift in the way Tottenham operate in the transfer market as it appears or, or we we believe it to be they think this is nothing it doesn't mean anything and I don't think that's true is it Mark no, it's 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 far from true, but that's that's why they're coming out and doing this. It's it's a defense mechanism, you know. They're they're trying to they're trying to reverse psychology you. Um, but no, this this is this is huge. If you if you just all you have to do to understand how huge this is is look at us as Spurs fans and our reactions to it. Um, and if you don't believe in that, then look at what we've achieved without having these types of cash injections. The, the, the owners have never done this. Last time we did this was early 2000s, just after they took over, um, so that we could at least go out and buy a few players because the club was in such a fucking dire state. Um, we haven't done this, this this type of investment since, or Enoch haven't done this type of investment since, and we finished above them in the, in the league for the last six years running. So look at what this is going to mean for us. That's why they're all panicking, because they, they know it. They know it, and they're already they're already crying. They're already bleeding. They've already got bloody nose, and, and and now this is this is this is just the school bully on the Monday, battering you a little bit, and then saying there's four more days of this coming. Yeah, like, they're, they're absolutely running petrified. You know what's, yeah, you know what's great about it as well, though, is you think of all of the patience in inverted commas that they had to to show whilst their stadium was being was being built, and then it was built, and then oh, we're paying it off and it's essentially why they've dropped to where they are now. And there's still real, not really any view as to how they get out of it. Are they going to spend? Can they spend? Will they spend? Because they've got an owner who, you know, to be quite frank, is far too busy with, with you know, a proper sports franchise and not this shitty BTEC sports franchise that's in that's found its way to North London somehow. You know, and, and whereas we've done the whole stadium thing. I mean, when's the, the stadium's been open, what, four years? Three yeah. years, and we're already at a point where we go right. Okay, now it's time to kick on. But the, the financing, the, the 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 economical intellectual approach to how Spurs have done this, or how, how well Daniel Levy's basically he, he's he's quality and he's ingenuity in terms of managing money. They, there's no one better in the world. Like it might be some, you know, you might have issues about whether or not he's ambitious and on the pitch, or it might be that you feel like it was wrong for him to, to build a new training ground, or it's wrong for him to, to make the stadium that he's created fundamentally in his own hand. It might be wrong. All of that might be wrong if you, if you believe it to be, but he has 
he's a fucking genius in terms of finances. And also what we've done with the bank loan. You know, all of these losses that we had from COVID, this 250 million quid loan, which, which they've been, been able to, to, to basically whack into this one great big loan over a really, really long period of time means that we don't have to be worrying or kind of clawing back any losses that we had due to COVID. That was a, a very smart move. You know, so all of the stuff that frustrates us about Levy, you know, particularly during transfers and we hear about the reputation of, you know, suddenly going back last minute and offering two million quid less when they're about to sign and, you know, all this type of stuff. You know, I'm sure there's downsides to that as well. But on the good side is things like this, you know, long term <laughs> strategic planning, you know, and like I said, you can have, like you say, like you can have your thoughts about what's good about him, what's bad about him, whether he should have done it earlier or whatever. But I don't think there's any denying now that the position that he's worked in, uh, us into is very advantageous for the long term, one yeah, way or yeah. the other. T- t- totally agree, and and it's you guys have already said all, all of it, but but I think think the um, like you said, Alex, the, the the big thing is how all this has been struck. We've gone through a lot of the similar same things as what Arsenal have done, but but the end the end result has been so much better, and I, I think one of the biggest sort of strokes of genius recently is is he's he's realized that he should like what should his what should be his priorities as as an executive chairman it shouldn't be going out making the footballing decisions it should be bringing people like Paratici and then listening to Paratici and getting Conte in uh, which which I believe it was still Levy who who mostly did those conversations with with Conte directly to to prove how serious he was about it it's not just that he's taking he's taking all those 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 managerial and high high level leadership uh, kind of financial decisions uh, in the right way, but he's he's starting to also realise where his own shortcomings are, and and now leaving the footballing things to other more capable people. Yeah, Just mate. huge, hundred percent, hundred percent. If you look at the league tables since Conte took over at Spurs, Manchester City were uh, have gained uh, seventy three points, Liverpool have gained seventy points. Tottenham have gained fifty six points, and Arsenal have gained fifty four points. So we have third currently. Since Conte took over, will be third in the league with this squad. Not not least solving the problems that were there that needed to be sorted when he joined. And and remember, we were in a bad way. And our squad looks almost the first eleven in the last game of the season against Norwich wasn't anywhere near or identifiable either by how they're playing or the personnel of when he took over. So what has he done? Picking up this turd and polishing it. And then actually removing all of the shit and then just having whatever's left. I don't know, that was a terrible... Uh, uh, that didn't make, make any sense at all. But... That's as bad as my school bully one. Yeah, but fundamentally, fundamentally, we he has done incredibly well with a very problematic... He's, he's, he's managed to make a very unhappy child happy without hitting him. <laughs> I think. So imagine what he could do with that child with... Let's stop doing analogies. It's like so children, children yeah, hitting and beating children. It's, it's no, like... so what I'm saying is, that if you if you, if you go if you look at what he's done, like third in the third in the league since he took over, with the mess that he inherited, what could he do? Bearing in mind, if it, like it, like at the start of the season, if he had hold of the football club, we probably would have finished third, the best team outside of Liverpool, and Man City. So what could he do with players he actually wants? He, un- he understands what, what they might bring in when he bring when when we bring them in and we spend the money what they could do to this team because that side has no right 
to finish in the top three based on its just on paper ability. It's it's crazy. Like, how excited are you, Alex? Uh, I mean, this is probably the most excited period that we we can probably have because again, every every summer it's always about okay, well we you know it's a really really good team, but most of these summers, whilst we have had. Um, you know, with during the Pete Pochettino times, it's ended in some kind of bit of disappointment. You know, the Leicester season, you know, the, you know, losing to Newcastle, you know, on that last day or losing the Champions League final, as much as they were all great things and we were in great positions, they all landed on something really that was a bit of a tinge of disappointment, right? Whereas this year it's going to be the complete opposite because, you know, we all expected, you know, at one point, you know, after the Burnley game, I was like, okay, well, that's fourth gone now for sure. You know, I was convinced of that. Um, and now, you know, we've just ended the season on a massive high, you know, in terms of league position. Getting back into the Champions League is a huge deal for this football club. You've got uh, a world-class manager that now, you know, there's absolutely no reason. I think we heard from Alistair Gold today that, you know, things are so probably smooth at the minute that Daniel Levy isn't even going to this meeting you know, in Italy that was going on between Conte and Paratici, which I think he probably would have if we had have ended up finishing fifth. Um, and then obviously everything that's happened today with the with the financial injection. So everything, there's all sorts of stuff to look forward to rather than going, oh, well, you know, we've had this disappointment. Is Levy going to go the next step? Are we ready to go to the next bit? Because everything you're hearing from all the places that we tend to trust are he's going to be backed. And that's all we've ever wanted. We've wanted a world-class manager to be backed with the players that he wants and someone we can give our trust to wholeheartedly. And that's exactly what's happening. How do you feel, Mark? No, I I totally agree. I I think if any, I mean, I'm, um, it's funny actually, before the, before the Norwich game, I think we spoke about how I I was having a very unspursy approach to it. I think um, I'm I'm absolutely, I think I, I said this before, uh, the pod as well yesterday was one of the most exciting bloody days of my my Spurs fan <laughs> career but, but um but like then on the other hand I'm like oh we just don't fuck it up Spurs like don't don't do you know what I mean like we've got 150 million now like cash in the wallet like just 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 spend it properly but then I remember you know Paratici Conte Levy's not involved um as Alex said so I think it could be really fucking good and I I really just I really hope we do all the things that we we haven't um, historically done. I hope we do our business early so that he has the squad. Uh, you know, one of the big things about Conte that everyone says is is he is a he's a preseason, hugely intense, really drills it into people. Uh, big on his preseason, big on having his squad in preseason so that he can really do all that. He doesn't like doesn't like coming in middle of the season. He said that several. Doesn't like players that he hasn't you know coming in the middle of the season either or, or coming late in the in the transfer window. So so I, I'm really keen to see this and, and the reason we've always left it so late is to get the best deals. Everyone knows that and 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 with this with this cash injection we don't need to to do that to the same degree. And also Levy's been been you know liking that element of it he likes getting the deal and if he's not involved and and, and it's Paratici who, who uh, and Conte that that calls the shots then we're just through so many of these things and 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 I don't know it's just it's just so fucking exciting to have to to possibly have hopefully have uh, a window now a summer window not just a January window, a summer window that that could be drastically different to how as Spurs fans we've we've always experienced them 
And you know really what I started, yeah, do you know what I started doing last night quickly? I started watching All or Nothing again last night. Just because I was like, oh, I need Spurs stuff to watch. I can't I'm too excited. I love them too much. I'm just I'm I'm even gonna watch Jose Mourinho in this program. I don't know why? if I'll ever get why back do to that, that point. To no, no, I'm not sure. How, that, that is that's weird, Alex. <laughs> um, we 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 are 17 points after Conte's um, reign at Tottenham. We're 17 points behind Manchester City in terms of points earned since Conte took over. Can we? And, and this is about getting Tottenham fans excited. Can we get? Can we sign enough to bridge that huge gap? And it's massive. And what I'm asking fundamentally is, can we do the business in this window that means that we can challenge for the league next year? Alex, what do you think? I mean, it's a big ask because the times when we've done it before have been outliers. Leicester, Chelsea, you know, Conte's Chelsea doing going on that run that they that they went on, which no one foresaw. Which doesn't, which you know, and now that's our Conte, so there's no reason why we couldn't go on a run that no one can, you know, can foresee. We can, we can bridge that gap definitely. Challenge, like a serious challenge. I, I'm not sure. I might come a year, maybe a year early, but can we, can we, can we be comfortable? Can we get within? For, can we, can we get within? Five points, six points by spending well in, in summer? I think so, yeah. I think so. And it's purely that down would to be incredible. Point. That means a title challenge. That means a title challenge. Yeah, I mean something's happening. Something is fucking happening. Something's fucking happening. No, I I, I it, it's if you listen to any old pundit out there, they'll they'll just laugh at you and say no. Um and Liverpool Man City are are beasts. But it, it all depends on A, how good our window how good our window is. Um, and then whether we can keep up the pace throughout the season. But, I mean, Alex, like you said, it, they have been outliers. I mean, City was, were 14 points ahead of Liverpool at one point and everyone said the, 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 the title was sewn up and then Liverpool just kept their pace, kept winning games. If we can keep a good pace throughout the season and, and, and keep up the end of, the, end of, our, end of season uh, performances like we have done, I'm not sure, like Alex, that we can absolutely run away with it or, but I think we can bridge that gap much 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 more than what we've ever done I so certainly think I certainly yeah. think yeah no we, we, we can put up a, we can put up a challenge and we are going to be in the in the mix at, at the very least for top four next year but, and, and top three as well I, I genuinely believe that I think um, one, one thing I would say is that part of the extra plaudits that Liverpool and Man City get rightly is because of the way they play they are the absolute top of the game. You know, Liverpool is kind of, you know, red arrows, kind of blood and thunder. It's all action. And City kind of just throttle you to death. But they're two very distinct styles of playing football that is, you know, very enjoyable to watch and and you can kind of sit back and admire it. That's where you get some of the extra plaudits in terms of these two are absolutely out of this world because of the way they win games, not just because they win games. But winning games is winning games. And so we don't have to be you know, the expert in a particular style of football to, to challenge for to challenge these two. We just need to win games. Uh, and Conte wins football matches. Conte that, puts his penis up people. That's what happens in terms of, in the footballing sense. <laughs> yeah, allegedly, yeah. <laughs> no, in the footballing sense, exactly what he does. Yeah, okay, well, that's fair enough. Are you happy with that? More than happy. 
Exactly. So we've got nothing to worry about. All he's got to do is keep putting his penis up, people. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> um, I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited. I'm really, I'm really. Um, it's a weird situation. Look, if you look at the transfer, what, 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 what position were we in last year? It was we didn't have a manager at this point. We had Ryan Mason who was doing his best. Um, we had a, 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 literally a, an eight-week period before we even knew who, who our manager was. It ended up being Nuno Espirito Santo, which kind of sort of saw the, the logic in, but fundamentally it felt like it was a stopgap. And the minute he joined, you're waiting for him to leave. You got a two-year deal and you thought, all right, well, let's just see if he does all right for us and maybe Paratici and Levy can start to cook and, and plan behind the scenes. He's so shit that we have to get rid of him. He, uh, and and Paratici ends up bringing in the the very best manager that we could 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 um, could could, uh, could 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 attract to the club. And now we're in this situation where not only are we just trying to keep Conte, we're actually trying to do something really substantial, really fucking bold and ambitious. And 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 the signing of Jose Mourinho was ambitious. That was ambition. Even if it didn't work out, it was ambitious. The signing of Conte was something else completely. And I am fucking pumped to what we're going to see next season. I really am. And not just that, I'm pumped for this summer. Because while we have £300 million to sign, Arsenal are currently locking El Nini down for another year. <laughs> I think that'll do, boys. Uh... Good stuff. Good nice stuff, one, Mark. Nice uh, one. I've got, I've, I've got to give you, give you the opportunity to p- p- promote your podcast because I said the Herbie Derby podcast from Norway. Brilliant. Which, while Danish yeah. and Norwegians are hard to disagree. Like, while we're on this, could you look at a Norwegian man and and look at him and say he's definitely not Danish? Could you do that? No um, is the answer. Uh, could you look at a, a Welsh man and say, no, he's definitely not English? Absolutely not. So there's nothing wrong with me getting it wrong in the last episode. Fair enough. Yeah. They well, smell uh... different, but other than that. Uh, <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Oh, he's off. He's off. Cheers, Mark. Uh, cheers. Uh, see you later. Do the shout oh, wait, out for what? your pod. Do the shout out for your pod. Oh, yeah, the shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So if you're Danish, and actually if you're Norwegian as well, you'll probably understand most of it because uh, half They're of They're all the mine... same. They're all the same. Shut up. Sorry. No, Sorry, I, I I speak so poorly Danish now that half of the words I say are English anyway. So, yeah, if you're Norwegian, pop in as well. The, 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 the name is Lun a White Heart Danes. So Danes, not Lane. Um, wow. And it means the sound of White Heart Danes. Um, play words there, Flav, for you. Um, yeah, yeah and we, we can be found on all, you know. Well, I say that all the time. All your, we're not. We're on fucking... Apple uh, and we're on what's the other one Spotify that's it but yeah I, us, I really us, us on Twitter. find us on Twitter we need more followers please I really want um, Flav to try and learn Danish like be given a task where he's got like a couple of weeks to learn like a paragraph of Danish it's not then... easy it's not an easy language to learn it's, is it really well I know but you know you're an intelligent man we know how good you are with pronunciations 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 am I good at pronunciations am I well well don't take make out someone's speech impediment because that's Pren- gauche 
So no, you haven't got a speech impediment. You haven't. Yeah. Got, you, you haven't. It's pronounced. I did. I had to go to a speech therapist when I was a kid. So let's not drag all that up. And, and while we're on the subject, I asked us listen back to the pod last time. Uh, there were two your mum jokes that you slept slipped under the, the, the your breath whilst I was talking. I didn't notice it at the time. So I'm glad that you have you know what, said something so horrible about my very my ill mother. So I hope you feel good about yourself. I will hey. after I get off uh, tomorrow night. Brilliant. Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.